This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 9th. 2023. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, I hope you're enjoying the summer and taking us along on some rides or trips you may be taking. That is, before fall is upon us, and we shift back into high gear for the sprint into Q4. That'll all be upon us sooner than you think, so I hope you'll try to get some quiet time in in what's left of the summer. Let's kick things off this week by thanking Richie Huffman, founder and CEO at Celebrity Schools, for joining us last week and making such a valuable contribution to our library of content, as his was an especially enjoyable conversation as well. I certainly hope that Richie gets some downtime too, because as he told us last week, their schools never close for holidays. True, they've got their nights and weekends, but like first responders, they take no holidays and are in service to their families and communities served all year long. We tip our collective hats to you, Richie, for the fine work that you and your teams do to prepare our young people for the real and sometimes scary world they face as they approach kindergarten. So, with all of that said, this week we talked to someone I've known for more than 20 years. His name is David Kirkshin, and while he's not from the world of franchising, he does work that has found its way to our world, and he's delivering some pretty impressive ROI these days for Floor Coverings International. I'll let him explain how we know each other in just a few minutes as we roll out today's conversation. But first, how about this? My good friends Greg Duell and Joey Duff at Buffalo, New York's Duff's Famous Wings are busy, busy, busy preparing for an exciting pop-up event in Tampa, Florida. That's right, Duff's is bringing a taste of Buffalo's best to Tampa on August 16th and 17th as they take over the kitchen at downtown Tampa's Gen X Tavern and really heat things up for those Bay Area Buffalo transplants and locals alike. Yes, as some of you may have heard me mention, Duff's is spreading its wings, literally, as it undertakes its national rollout as a franchise brand and is offering previews of what's to come in places like Tampa, Raleigh-Durham, Charlotte, and DFW, where they have already planted their first flag in Texas. So, for those of you in the Tampa-St. Pete Clearwater franchise fam, if you want to know more about what Duff's is up to in your neck of the woods, drop me a line. This is going to be a blast, I guarantee it. Now, a quick time out, and I'm back in two minutes or less with David Kirkchen. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. 
easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. So stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. A lot has changed in our world over the last few years, except this. Quotas continue to increase, while the time needed to invest in sales team seems to be shrinking. With a 30-plus year career in sales as both a quota-carrying rep and a sales leader, David Kirkshin knows what it takes to lift the sales rep's performance, and because his IP is based on the science of human decision, he is both industry and process agnostic, and able to help even the most tenuous of sales reps and professionals. When message mastery is properly trained and implemented, the execution of a sales conversations framework is altered scientifically and proven to move those discussions to places where high value is perceived in selling as well as in customer service conversations. David calls it science. His clients call it magical. Let's see what you think after you've heard from David Kirkshin. David Kirchen, welcome to Franchise Today. Hey, Stan. Good to be here. Excited to have this conversation. I'm looking forward to it as well. And we're going to start the conversation a little bit differently than usual. Most of my guests, we begin by talking about how franchising is an unintentional way of doing business. And that unless you come from some iconic franchise family where you were born into a second or third generation of franchising, franchising finds us. We don't find it. And so I'm always asking my guests to explain to us what that look like for them. In your case, we're going to have a little more fun talking about how you and I bumped into each other at IFA and how we've got, what, a 20, 25-year history between our children growing up together. Why don't you tell that story to the audience? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Um, so I had the opportunity to attend IFA in Vegas, I was hanging out with one of the marketing agencies that work with Floor Coverings International, and was looking at some of the vendors that were at the show, and I noticed your name. And so I quickly found my way over to the opposite side of the showroom, walked up and surprise, surprise. Hey, there's Stan Friedman, whose son used to play baseball with my son. And like you said, we hadn't seen each other, gosh, I had probably 25, 30 years. So what a what an amazing coincidence. And I remember my response was, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, you run into somebody you haven't seen forever, it's one thing. But when you run into them in a place where you would least expect to find them, that kind of takes you out of time and place. It's a surreal kind of a moment. Yeah, absolutely. But it was good seeing you. And we've since had some conversation and learned that there's a good reason, perhaps, for me to bring you to Franchise Today and showcase what it is that you're doing for companies like Floor Coverings International and what an opportunity it could present for many in this audience to benefit from services that you provide. So why don't we back up first and get a little bit of 
of your background on the table that will lead us into this conversation that we will have here today. Yeah. So uh, you talk about unintentional careers. That was sales for me. I had no intention coming out of college within an industrial engineering degree to go into sales. But what I did know is that I didn't want to work in manufacturing facilities as an engineer. So I found myself going to work for Bell South, which is now AT&T, and uh, spent my first 11 years in sales there. As the leaders in the organization found out that my technical aptitude played nicely with the ability to communicate in a way that's simple and, and easy to understand. And so, again, my first 11 years, Bell South went from there in the whole dot-com craze, was one of the first employees for Career Builder. And that's where I really cut my teeth on sales leadership as far as leading sales teams. Did some work for some other startups in the early 2000s, helping launch new products, new services, and building sales teams around that. And then discovered the thing that I really love to do was really spend time with sales professionals and helping them hone their craft and get better in the way that they communicate around the products and services that they represent. And so that led me to launching Master Messaging, the consultancy that I've been running now for 11 years. And one thing that your listeners should know about Master Messaging from a unique standpoint, everything that we teach business owners or sales professionals, it's all based on behavioral psychology. And that was where the engineer part of me came into play. Because as an engineer, I've always been fascinated about how things work. What's behind the magic or what's behind how something operates? And that led me to wanting to understand the buying mind or more specifically, Specifically, what is going on in a person's mind when they're trying to make a decision about buying a product or service? And so launched Master Messaging 11 years ago. And actually, one of the first clients that had an opportunity to work with was a company called Assurance Solutions. And at the time, Stacy Vogler, who's now the CMO for Flow Recoverings International, Stacy was the CMO for Assurance. And that's what ultimately led to us doing some work together over the last couple of years. I had a funny reaction when you said you liked hanging around salespeople. To me, I don't know a lot of people who like hanging around salespeople any more than they would car dealers or attorneys, perhaps, because salespeople are typically thought of in a stereotypical way as not being the kind of people one would want to be around. And maybe it's because not many of them practice what you teach, which gives them that perhaps negative connotation as a profession. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't share this very often with the clients that I work with, but one of the foundational whys behind master messaging is to change the perception of the sales profession. I hit it right on the head then, didn't I? You did. You did. And, and and the reason for that is when you look at it, it really is an honorable profession if it's done right. When it's done wrong, again, it just creates uh, all kinds of negative stereotypes. I'll share with you just a, a funny story. My younger daughter, when she was dating my now son-in-law, we were spending some time together at a fundraising car wash. And, you know, as a future father-in-law, I'd love to poke at him a little bit. And so we're standing there and I looked, I looked at him and I said, hey, Hey, you know, Katie's gotten accustomed to a pretty affluent lifestyle. I'm curious, what kind of work are you going to do once you uh, graduate from KSU? And he looked at me and he said, anything but sales. And I asked the question, <laughs> I said, I said, well, wait, wait, you know what your future father-in-law does, right? He goes, yeah. And I said, well, why not sales? And he goes, because I don't want to talk people into doing something that they really shouldn't 
do. And that, unfortunately, is the perception that a lot of people have of sales. Now, when you look at behavioral psychology, the last thing in the world that a sales professional should do is cause the person that they're having a conversation with to become defensive or closed-minded. And the reason that that happens is because the person that they're having a conversation with gets a sense that all they're really interested in is getting dollars that are dancing over their head into the salesperson's back pocket. So it all comes down to intent and motivation. What is the intent and what is the motivation for the sales professional? Are they just trying to get money into their pocket and rack up a commission? Or are they trying to solve a problem in the prospect's world and serve them with the product or service that they represent? So those are the two opposite sides of the coin. And one of the key questions that I pose for sales professionals is that before they ever sit down, and have a conversation with a prospect, they have to be able to answer this question. How is the prospect going to be better off as a result of doing business with them? And if they can answer that question in integrity and make that the focus of the relationship, then they'll avoid the negative stereotype and create a relationship that's based on trust and credibility. You know, my background in franchise sales, which is where I began my career in franchising, we were taught early on the difference between awarding or selling a franchise and the mentality that it requires is a mindset shift. It's a real paradigm shift when you go from awarding instead of selling, because the selling is what you just described. It's all about me and it's all about what I want. And awarding is all about taking care of something that's worthy of transferring to someone else if they deserve to have it. And so you have to do a whole lot of questioning, right? What do they need? What are their wants? What are they trying to solve for? What is their issue or problem? And does my solution ring the bell for that? It's a whole completely different place that your mind goes to do one versus the other. And yet I would bet that most franchisors are well acquainted with the need for their development teams to be awarding franchises, but then the services, the core competencies of the business that they're in and that they provide to the consumers, they don't think twice about training up their franchisees to learn how to properly sell in many cases. Is that the big niche that you feel or does it go even deeper than that? Yeah, it can go deeper than that. So awarding a franchise, and I love I love where you're going with that as far as mindset, because again, for a business owner or for anybody that's involved in, in selling, a lot of it does come down to having the right mindset. And again, that's serving the person that, that you're having a conversation with. So you're right, in awarding a franchise, the way that you serve them is to rightly understand their motivations, their goals, their experience, their skill set. I mean, there's so many factors that go into that to make sure that when you award them that franchise, that it gives them the uh, most opportunity to succeed. And, you know, the curious thing that I'm listening to and what you just shared is that the franchisor, when they're talking with a potential franchisee, the principles that go into that conversation should also show up in any of the training that they roll out to the franchisees once they come on board. In other words, there has to be alignment in the way that the franchisee was sold and in the way that the franchisee is trained to sell whatever services they represent in the marketplace. Does that make sense? It makes nothing but sense to me. And of course, there's an old cliche. I hate doing cliches, but I got to do this one because it's, it's important that you know what's going on in the mind of the consumer so that you're able to know whether or not you're able to deliver for them what it is they're shopping 
looking for. The cliche that I'm thinking of is I can't answer anyone's prayers unless and until I know what they're praying for. And then I can ascertain whether that aligns with what I've got or not. Yeah, you know, the, the biggest challenge in that is that as human beings, from the time that we start toddling around on this planet, we're focused on our point of view. We're trained to look at the world from our point of view. And when you become a business owner or a sales professional and you're dealing with other individuals, you have to be conscious of that fact. I can't look at this relationship from my point of view. I have to do as, as good a job as I can to put myself in the position of the person that I'm having a conversation with and speak to them from their point of view. Those conversations tend to be much more aligned and much more effective than somebody that, again, was just operating from their own point of view. Well, once again, back to my early years of franchise sales training. And I would start a conversation with a prospect talking about them. Why are we here today? What's on your mind? What's got you thinking about making a change like this? I want to talk to them about them, where most franchise salespeople would probably open that conversation with, well, we've got the best this and the greatest that. And literally, you just kind of put people at ease when I find that people are happiest when they're getting an opportunity to talk about themselves instead of hearing blah, blah, blah from a salesperson pitching them. Is that part of your psychology? It is. There's actually a hormone that's responsible for salespeople speaking from their point of view. It's a hormone called dopamine. So dopamine is a short-term feel-good hormone. As a matter of fact, again, your listeners would experience dopamine anytime they have a to-do list and you check off one of the items that you've completed today, you get a little dose of dopamine. It makes you feel good. Well, when human beings, when we meet somebody for the first time, like in a, in a business conversation or a selling conversation, we're most comfortable when we're talking about something that we're knowledgeable about or passionate about. And then typically that's the product or service that we represent. And so we meet somebody for the first time, they raised their hand and said, yeah, we're interested in, in whatever product service franchise that you represent. And the salesperson starts experiencing that dopamine as they start talking about what they do and the product that they represent. And it creates a drug induced feature dump, just talking all about what the product is and does. And so for your listeners to understand that and recognize that, again, you, you feel good. But to your point, Stan, guess what the person that you're having a conversation wants to do? They want to talk about the things that they're knowledgeable about and passionate about because they're going to experience the same dopamine drip. Mm, makes nothing but sense to me again. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. And when we come back from that break, let's dive into what it is you're doing in the world of franchising today and having success doing with floor coverings. And perhaps we can spread that word a little to this audience as the world of B2B to C is something that we're we're going to talk about in the second half. We're with David Kirchin today. He's the founder of Master Messaging, author of a couple of books. And we'll get to talk a little bit about those too in the second half. This is Franchise Today. I'm Stan Friedman, and we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. 
In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And the conversation today continues with David Kirchin. Master messaging is what we're talking about. And I got a little bit ahead of the game and putting David's second book into print, but it's on the way. It's not quite there yet. But we'll talk about the first book in a few minutes, David. What I'd like to do first in this half is to have you start out by defining an acronym that I just used, B to B to C. Yeah, B to B to C. Actually, I had never heard that before until I had a, a conversation with Stacy Vogler at Four Coverings International. So what it stands for is is business to business to consumer. And the way that that conversation came about, you heard me say a little bit earlier in, in our conversation here that Stacy and I did some work together when she was at Assurance Solutions. So it was a little over two years ago, she contacted me, reached out to me and said, hey, I'm at Four Coverings International, just started a couple months ago. We bumped up against a pretty significant challenge that we're facing. And I'm curious as to whether or not you can help us with that. And I said, sure, well, what's the challenge? And she said, you know, for our franchisees, we're doing a great job from a digital marketing standpoint. In other words, we're funneling them leads from homeowners and, and consumers in their market, and they're able to reach out to them once they get the lead and then hopefully conduct some business with them. But the challenge in that is that we're, we're only able to get them to two to three million in revenue as a result of the digital leads. And we need these franchisees to be able to achieve a lot more success as far as their total annual revenue is concerned. And the one avenue that we believe we can take advantage of to accomplish that is to equip them in building relationships with other home services business owners in their area. For example, partnering with a water damage restoration company or an interior designer or a custom home builder or maybe an assisted living facility. Again, there are a number of home services businesses that need flooring solutions. And so she's sharing this with me and saying, is that something that you could help us with? Could you help put together a program that would empower and equip our franchisees to accomplish that? And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. So that embarked on an engagement where master messaging, what we do is we do custom programs for every one of our clients. So it's no off the shelf training. We're not one of those sales training companies where you go to their website and go, okay, I'm going to go 101, 201, 301. And the reason that we don't do that is that the adoption of the techniques that we teach is always going to be higher if we give them specific examples of how to use those techniques for their product and for the prospects and customers that they serve. So we spent roughly about three months researching five specific industries that they would want to build relationships with and understanding what's going on in the world of the owners of those businesses. What are the challenges that they're facing? What are they trying to accomplish? And the reason for doing that hopefully is obvious. 
if you want to have a relevant, valuable conversation with somebody, you need to understand their world. And so the first part of this engagement was to get that understanding so that we could build a playbook that would inform the franchisees at Four Coverings International around, hey, this is what's going on in the restoration world. Here's some of the challenges that they're facing. So that when they have a conversation with that business owner, it's going to be relevant and valuable. So we spent, again, three months going through this research. And then the flip side of that is understanding what's unique about Four Coverings International. And I know some people are going to be listening to the show going, well, wait a minute, flooring's flooring. I mean, you can go to Home Depot and get flooring. You can go to any big box store and get flooring. Well, that's not necessarily the case. So there are unique things that Four Coverings International does. One of them is their mobile showroom. Now, it's not enough to show up and talk to a restoration business owner and just talk about the fact that, hey, we've got a mobile showroom. You've got to be able to translate that into what does that mean for the restoration owner? So that was the second half of building out this playbook and this training curriculum is understanding the uniqueness of Floor Coverings International. But more importantly, how does that translate into value for these different business owners? So we put the program together and we did a pilot with about, I think it was six or seven of the franchisees from across the country. And that was last July. And within six to eight weeks after the workshop and after receiving the playbook, the participants saw an 80% increase in leads. With that type of success, Four Coverings International invited me to the annual convention in January. I did two different talks just as kind of a teaser and the response from the franchisees was overwhelming. And so that kicked off uh, just a, a series of workshops that we've been doing across the country. I think we've trained somewhere around 170 individuals and I think that represents about 120 of the franchisees. And for the majority of them, they're seeing similar results that the pilot group saw. And so that's the program. And the interesting thing is, is uh, when I was at the IFA convention, I had conversations with two other franchises and just asked the question, hey, are you making a go of it with just digital leads? And they're like, no, the challenge with digital leads is not only do we get them, but our competitors get them. And by the time we get to the consumer, they're just, they're price shopping. They're not even looking at the uniqueness or value. They're just trying to go to the lowest price. And so these leads aren't as profitable as leads that we could get from other business owners. So there seems to be an opportunity, again, to help franchisees get better in building those relationships so that they have more profitable business as the end result. So the way that gets translated in my mind's eye is the B2B2C becomes you teach somebody who knows how to sell their product to an end user or consumer, but they're not properly trained in how to have conversations with people in business that can become referral sources, correct? That's correct, because it's a completely different relationship. For the Four Coverings International franchisees, when they're talking to a homeowner, for the most part, it's a one and done. Again, not to say that there might not be some repeat business, but it's a transaction. And there's really not the need to build a long-term relationship. Now, when you turn to another business owner, it's a completely different dynamic. And that's, again, one of the reasons why Stacy ended up working with us is that she recognized it's a different skill set, it's a different relationship, and it's a different conversation. It certainly is. You're talking to people who can become the one-to-many instead of the one-to-one. So learning how you can bring competitive advantage to them, save them time by bringing your services to them, and they can refer it out to others again and again and again. So you write about this. Is your new book built around this, or is this something that's just a chapter in that new book, 6X? Yeah, 6X, Convert More Prospects to Customers. It's more of a general approach to early stage conversations that salespeople would have with, with prospects. As a matter of fact, I wrote that book, or at least the majority of it, before I started working with Four Coverings International. The second book that I'm working on, I'll give your audience a little teaser, is going to be specific to the franchise world. I mean, it just makes perfect sense to translate some of the same principles and techniques that are in the first book into the franchise world so that 
again, franchisors, franchisees can take advantage of some of these techniques and principles that we've identified in the work that we've done with Floor Coverings International. I think that early stage conversation is probably one of the most important places to focus on because you don't get anywhere into the funnel or even have anything to come out the other end if you don't treat that front end correctly. What are some tidbits you share with the audience here today as pertains to their own efforts in franchise development or in the core competencies of their franchisees offering the products and services to their customers? That's a great question. And, And again, it really is the focus of the book. And you're absolutely right. If you don't prepare for and execute that first conversation well, there is no second, third, or fourth, which is why the focus of master messaging is really on those first two or three conversations and also the business development aspect. How do you get somebody to raise their hand? Because what we found in working with over 200 different companies over the last 11 years is that sales professionals, when they get into the latter stages of a relationship, they have no problem talking about what their product is and does and how it might work or how it would be implemented inside of one of their customer organizations organizations. Where they fumble the conversations is typically in those first one or two conversations that they have with the prospect. So the three sins that most sales professionals make fall into these three categories. Number one, they share way too much information in the first call. And a lot of that information is about what their product is and does. Number two, there's nothing unique that's showing up in the conversation. And uniqueness can be represented in two different ways. Number one is the obvious. You should be focusing the conversation on your unique ability to to solve a problem and stay away from things that sound like your competitors. Now, the third one is the most damaging, and we've touched on it already in this conversation, and that is the conversation is all about you, your company, your product, and you. And again, the person that you're having a conversation with, they care about them. So there's a basic structure that you can use to build a high value conversation. And this structure actually leans into more behavioral psychology. Daniel Kahneman, who's one of the most brilliant behavioral psychologists in the world today, he cracked the code on how human beings perceive value. And value is front and center in any business or selling conversation. And it's interesting because I've asked thousands of sales reps that we've worked with, how does a human being perceive value from a scientific standpoint? And nobody has answered the question correctly. So the simplified version of this is in the first conversation, you have to communicate a contrasting worldview. And that contrasting worldview is literally, Mr. or Mrs. Prospect, this is what your world looks like without our product, service, or franchise. And then contrast that with, this is what your world could look like with our product, service, or franchise. And it's in the side-by-side comparison of those two worlds that people perceive value. I'll give you a quick example. I do a a fundraising bike ride every year up in Washington, D.C. It's called Bike to the Beach. And they drop us off in the middle of Delaware, and we've got 50 miles to cover to get to the beach. Last year, they started the race in a portion of a road that had recently been stripped of the top coat. Not a recipe for success riding a street bike, but we made it for five miles on a miserable surface. And then we hit the newly paved section of the road. Every one of the riders around me immediately exclaimed, oh my gosh, this is the smoothest road I've ever been on. Stan, they would have never said that if they had started the race on the smooth road Mm -hmm. because it's the contrast that created the value. So for your listeners to build a high value initial conversation, you want to lead with the challenges that you know exist in their world. And the way that you introduce those challenges is 
you could say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Restoration business owner, we know from working with other restoration companies that they're challenged with finding reliable staff in a post-COVID world, being able to get the materials that they need when they need them to get their homeowners back into their home as quickly as possible, and being able to finish these engagements on budget and on time. And the impact of that is having a negative effect on their business revenue. So I'm curious, Mr. and Mrs. Restoration Owner, what does that look like in your world? And so by leading that way, you're adding value and you're building credibility because you're communicating to that person, hey, I get you. I understand what's going on in your world. And by asking a great open question like, what does that look like in your world? gives them the opportunity to validate those challenges and then share more challenges that they might be experiencing. Now, when they're done with that, now you need to paint a picture of what their world could look like with your product or service. And it may sound something like, so what if you could have 100% confidence that your flooring is going to get done on time and on budget? What if you had more time to focus on more important things in your business and you didn't have to manage the flooring aspect? And finally, what if you could be confident that the work is done correctly so that you can avoid all redos and delaying your customer from getting back into their home? Well, you can with Four Coverings International, and here's how it works. So when you follow this story arc, and in the book, it's called a sales conversation roadmap. When you follow that story arc, you're creating the contrasting worldview in the mind of the person that you're having a conversation with, so they rightly understand the value and the meaning for them. You've brought to mind two books in this conversation that came to mind listening to you speak. One of them is Traction by Gino Wickman. Mm, and yeah. Gino's father is a trainer. And way back in my early days in franchising and real estate franchising, when I was converting real estate brokers that were independent into becoming franchised, we had a lot of exposure to Gino's dad, Floyd. And Floyd had a saying that lined right up with what you talked about in the first of the three issues that salespeople mess up on in early stage conversations, giving too much information. And Floyd used to say, never sell with blah, 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 when blah alone will do. Yeah. The other way that I've heard that, and this is something candidly that I've struggled with, and that is you don't need to share everything of value all at once. It's better to speak with an audience or speak with an individual, leaving them wanting to know more. Kind of like an ad in yeah, print. Exactly. Looks a lot better with white space around it instead of just being completely loaded with data. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The other book you remind me of, I had some training really early in my life and I hear some of it in your wisdom, which was spin selling. Are you familiar with it? I am. That's what, Steve Rackman? Neil Rackham, you're close. Yeah, yeah. But the teachings of that book I hear coming through your words. So I love when that happens because it shows you how fundamentals don't change over time. They just get better, better applications, but these aren't trends or fads. These are things that are fundamental. And that's what makes so much value for those who can benefit from what it is you're doing, David. What have I not asked you today, David, that you wished I would in the time we've got left? Storytelling. So storytelling is a big part of what we help business owners and sales professionals incorporate into their conversations. And the reason for doing that is pretty obvious. The way that human beings have communicated and shared information, as long as we've been walking around on this planet, has been through the use of story. As a matter of fact, there was a TED talk done, I think a couple of years ago, where they put these leads on two individuals' heads to monitor their brain wavelengths. And what they found is that one of them told a story to the other one, their brain wavelengths became completely in sync. It was like they were connected. And so there's a chapter in the book where we cover how you can incorporate personal stories into a business or, or selling conversation. And it's as simple as identifying the challenge or problem that you're solving for the prospect and then share where you've experienced that same problem in your life 
and then tie it into the conversation by saying something like, well, that's kind of like what you're experiencing in your world today. You've got this going on, you've got this problem, and you need this to solve it in the same way that I solved it in my personal life. So again, storytelling is so central to everything that we teach and everything that we communicate. As a matter of fact, the workshops that I facilitate, one of the reasons why people say, hey, we were here for nine hours, but it only felt like two is because I incorporate stories to communicate the principles and techniques that they're going to be using. Some sage wisdom here today, and I appreciate you bringing it to us, David. How can the audience find you and learn more? The best place would be to go to our website, www.mastermessaging.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Again, that's David Kirchen and or you can search for Master Messaging on LinkedIn. And if you're looking for the book, it's either on the website or you can go to Barnes and Noble or Amazon or any of the book retailers and find 6X, Convert More Prospects to Customers. By the way, that 6X came out of the results that we got from one of our early clients where they were converting six times more of the early stage conversations into the latter stage. So for the audience that's curious, that's where the 6X came from. Why don't you give the audience the benefit of the spelling of your life? last name because it's a little bit different than it might sound. Well, yeah, for all the baseball fans out there, uh, not related to Tim Kirchin, uh, who's a ESPN uh, analyst, baseball analyst, but it's spelled K-U-R-K-J-I-A-N. And you're not related to Jim? No, my dad's cousin actually had a two-hour conversation with him trying to figure that out, and they could not determine where our family lines cross. It would seem to me that David Kirchin Jr. might want to have a conversation with Jim. Isn't that what David aspires to do is baseball statistics? It is. It is. And I've actually reached out to Tim to try and facilitate that introduction. I have not gotten a response yet. Well, good luck to both Davids and thanking this one, especially for giving so much of your time to the audience today with the great pearls of wisdom, David. So thanks for stopping by. Stan, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. David Kirchin, Master Messaging. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Sam. Well, there it is. Yet another fine conversation headed into the archives. Next week, we're joined by yet another serial entrepreneur of fried chicken fame when Andy Howard, president and CEO of Huey Magoo's, stops by. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.